0: This is episode 486 of the AWS Podcast. Released on November 29, 2021. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. So I'm Alicia here. Great to have you back for the first of our special reInvent 2021 coverage episodes. Now, I'm not in Las Vegas because the world being what it is, here I am in Melbourne, but I will do my best to give you some great coverage of what's been going on. So let's start with some of the coverage from Midnight Madness and some of the other announcements that have been happening at the same time. Let's start with the Internet of Things. We're thrilled to announce AWS IoT Roborunner, which is now available in preview. Now, this is a new robotic service that makes it easier for enterprises to build and deploy applications that help fleets of robots work together seamlessly. With AWS IoT Robot Runner, it's easy to build applications that make it possible to interoperate and orchestrate robots from a single view by reducing the complex development work required to connect robots to each other and the rest of your industrial software systems. So this particular service collects and combines data from each type of robot in a fleet and standardizes data types like facility, location, and robot task in a central repository. Developers can use AWS IoT Robot Runners APIs and software libraries to build applications on top of the centralized repository for use cases such as task orchestration, space management, and robot collaboration. So this is really useful in improving the efficiency of robotics fleets and reducing the cost of running these operations. So this is now available in preview in US East North Virginia and Europe Frankfurt regions. AWS IT SiteWise now supports hot and cold storage tiers for industrial data. So a hot tier is optimized for real-time applications and the cold tier is optimized for analytical applications. And as we know, they have different requirements. The hot tier stores frequently access data with lower write-to-read latency. And you can also store data in this tier for industrial applications that need fast access to the latest measurement values from your equipment. So things that do real-time metrics and other interactive type stuff and alarming, of course. The cold tier stores that less frequently accessed data that you use for BI dashboards, artificial intelligence, machine learning, historical reporting, etc. So this helps you reduce your storage cost for less frequently accessed data. Couple of updates for AWS Greengrass. Today, we're launching the Greengrass Software Catalogue, which is a collection of AWS IoT Greengrass software components developed by the Greengrass community. Instead of developing device applications from scratch, you can now choose from a list of pre-built Greengrass components on GitHub to kickstart your IoT Edge applications. You can get up and running and quickly. And as part of this launch, we're also offering the Greengrass Development Kit command line interface or CLI that you can use to configure and build the catalog components in your local development environment. Now the catalogue includes several new components with capabilities such as streaming to Amazon Kinesis Video Streams, Modbus TCP protocol support, local InfluxDB time series database, and Grafana visualization. So for example, for a security monitoring solution, you can use the Amazon KVS component to ingest audio and video streams from RTSB cameras connected to a Greengrass core device. This data can then be streamed to a local monitoring platform or sent to the cloud. Alternatively, for real-time analytics and local operations monitoring, you can use the InfluxDB and Grafana component to locally process and visualize data from IoT sensors and edge devices. So I'm very interested to see what folks build with this. You can now also securely manage your AWS IT Greengrass Edge devices using AWS Systems Manager. So this allows you to do things like execute OS upgrades, schedule maintenance tasks and remotely access your Edge device fleet, I should say. And so this really gives you that single integrated solution that helps Edge device administrators manage their full device software stack. Moving on to the topic of quantum technologies, we're thrilled to announce Amazon Bracket Hybrid Jobs for running hybrid quantum classical workloads on Amazon bracket. Now this allows you to run hybrid quantum classical algorithms such as the variational quantum eigensolver It's easy for me to say VQE and the quantum appropriate optimization algorithm QAOA that combine combine classical compute resources with quantum computing devices to optimize the performance of today's quantum systems. So with this new feature, you only have to provide your algorithm script and choose your target device, a quantum processing unit, QPU or quantum circuit simulator. Amazon Bracket Hybrid Jobs is designed to spin up the requested classical resources when your target quantum device is available, run your algorithm and release the instances after completion so you only pay for what you use. Bracket Hybrid Jobs can provide live insights into algorithm metrics to monitor your algorithm as it progresses, enabling you to make adjustments more quickly. Most importantly, your jobs have priority access to the selected QPU for the duration of your experiment, which puts you in control and helps you provide faster and more predictable execution. Onto the topic of satellites, AWS Ground Station has launched expanded support for software-defined radios in preview. So this is Wideband Digital Intermediate Frequency or DJIF support for software-defined radios, SDRs, to help customers downlink more data in less time saving cost. Now, AWS Ground Station currently supports SDRs for narrowband, which is less than 54 megahertz, but in the past did not support SDRs for wideband, which is greater than 54 megahertz. Expanding SDR support to 400 megahertz for wideband enables SDR partners to provide new modulation and encoding schemes, helping earth imaging businesses, universities and governments optimize their operational costs. With AWS Ground Station providing the digital intermediary frequency output, space customers can select an SDR of your choice and work with Ground Station and benefit for the speed of market innovation. So these SDRs perform the modulation and encoding steps in your VPC and it gives you more control over your data and flexibility to move to different configurations. So you can choose things like higher data rates as you scale your constellation. Customers can also stream DigiIF from AWS Ground Station antennas to SDRs operating on AWS Edge devices connected to the AWS Global Network. So this is all available in preview currently in the Middle East region, Bahrain, with more region support coming soon. Onto the topic of developer tools. This is a really cool one. This is a new service called Amazon CloudWatch Evidently for feature experimentation and safer launches. This lets application developers safely validate new features across the full application stack. You can use Evidently to conduct experiments on new application features and identify unintended consequences, reducing risk. When launching new features, developers can expose the features to a subset of users, monitor key metrics such as payload times and conversions, and then safely dial up traffic for general use. Now this is part of CloudWatch's digital experience monitoring capabilities along with uh, Amazon CloudWatch Synthetics and the new, which I'll talk about soon, Amazon CloudWatch RUM. Now this is generally available in nine AWS regions, US East North Virginia, US East Ohio, US West Oregon, Europe Ireland, Europe Frankfurt, Europe Stockholm, Asia Pacific Sydney, Asia Pacific Tokyo and Asia Pacific Singapore. Check it out. An Amazon CodeGuru Reviewer now detects hard-coded secrets in Java and Python repositories. Now, I know you would never hard-code any secrets, but now the CodeGuru service can pinpoint locations in your code of usernames, passwords, database connection strings, tokens, and API keys from AWS and other service providers. When a secret is found in your code, Code CodeGuru Reviewer provides an actionable recommendation that links to AWS Secrets Manager, where developers can secure the secret with a point-and-click experience. Onto the topic of compute, we're thrilled to introduce a couple of new instance types. The Amazon EC2 M6A instances are now generally available. These are a new uh, general purpose type of instance. These are powered by third generation AMD EPYC code named Milan, processes with an all core turbo frequency of 3.6 gigahertz and deliver up to 35% better price performance compared to the M5A instances and 10% lower cost when compared to x86 based EC2 instances. So these are a nice combination of compute memory storage and network usage and they're built on the AWS Nitro system which is a combination of dedicated hardware and lightweight hypervisor. So this gives you a whole bunch of good stuff that we have discussed previously. These are generally available in US East, North Virginia, US West Oregon and Europe Ireland and more to come. We're also pleased to announce the Amazon EC2G 5G instances powered by AWS Graviton 2 processors and featuring Nvidia T4G Tensor Core GPUs. So these are the first ARM based instances in a major cloud to feature GPU acceleration and provide the best price performance in Amazon EC2 for Android game streaming. So with G5G instances, Android game developers can run natively on ARM-based GPU instances, encode the rendered graphics, and stream the game over the network to a mobile device. This helps simplify development effort and lowers the cost per stream per hour by up to 30%. These instances are also ideal for machine learning developers who are looking for cost-effective inference, have ML models that are sensitive to CPU performance, and leverage NVIDIA's AI libraries. Amazon ECR has announced pull through case repositories. So this is a new feature designed to automatically sync images from publicly accessible registries. And with today's release, you can now benefit from the download performance security and availability of Amazon ECR for the public images that you choose. And AWS Compute Optimizer now offers enhanced infrastructure metrics, which is a new feature for EC2 recommendations. This is a paid feature that, when activated, enhances your Amazon EC2 instance and auto scaling group recommendations by capturing monthly or quarterly utilization patterns. Compute Optimizer does this by ingesting and analyzing up to six times more Amazon CloudWatch utilization metrics history than the default Compute Optimizer option. Moving on to management and governance, you can now customize your AWS Well-Architected review using custom lenses. This is really cool. Many customers who use the AWS Well-Architected tool have internal best practices they follow in addition to the AWS best practices provided in the AWS Well-Architected framework. Now, historically, customers have had to track these best practices in separate documents and tools, which makes it harder to gather insights into the overall architectural health. With the addition of custom lenses, the AWS Well-Architected tool will become a single place for customers to review and measure best practices while performing associated operational reviews for all technology across their organization. So you can create your own pillars, questions, best practices, helpful resources, and improvement plans. You can also specify the rules to determine which options when not followed would result in a high or medium risk issue being flagged. And then you can provide your own guidance for resolving the risk as well. Also, these custom lenses can be shared across multiple AWS accounts for more visibility. The AWS chatbot now supports management of AWS resources in Slack. This is in preview. Previously, you could monitor AWS resources and get diagnostic information using the AWS chatbot. With this feature, you can manage AWS resources directly from your Slack channels by securely running AWS CLI commands to scale EC2 instances, run AWS Systems Manager runbooks, change the AWS Lambda concurrency limits, etc. So a new one to have a bit of a play with if you of that persuasion. We're pleased to introduce a new service, Amazon CloudWatch RUM, for monitoring applications' client-side performance. RUM stands for Real User Monitoring. And this is a real user monitoring capability that helps you identify and debug issues in the client side on web applications and enhance the end user's digital experience. CloudWatch RUM enables application developers and DevOps engineers to reduce the mean time to resolve of client side performance issues by enabling quicker resolution. And it is part of the digital experience monitoring along with CloudWatch Synthetics and CloudWatch Evidently, which we spoke about earlier. Using CloudWatch RUM, you can view how your applications are performing in near real time across different geolocations, browsers and devices, which means you can optimize performance. You can use CloudWatch RUM's curated dashboards to view anomalies in application performance, including page load steps, core web vitals in JavaScript and HTTP errors. You can also understand how many user sessions are impacted by an issue, helping you prioritize the issues to fix. CloudWatch RUM surfaces relevant debugging data like error messages, stack traces and sessions into an easy to use dashboard to fix performance issues. You can easily correlate traces from client side to backend infrastructure nodes through integration with things like CloudWatch Service Lens and AWS X-Ray. With the addition of client-side performance data under CloudWatch RUM, you can now use CloudWatch for end-to-end monitoring. And this is generally available in 10 AWS regions, including US East, North Virginia, Ohio, US West Oregon, Europe Island, Europe Frankfurt, Europe Stockholm, Asia Pacific Sydney, Asia Pacific Tokyo, Singapore, and Europe London. Something else that's new is Amazon CloudWatch Metric Insights, which is available in preview. And this is a fast, flexible SQL-based query engine. Metrics Insights enables developers, operators, systems engineers, and cloud solutions architects to identify trends and patterns across millions of operational metrics in real time and helps you use these insights to reduce time to resolution, so you get better visibility and quicker on-the-fly metric aggregation. Onto the topic of migration and transfer, we're thrilled to introduce the AWS Migration Hub Refactor Spaces in preview. This is really useful to fast track your application refactoring. This is a new starting point for incremental app refactor that makes it easy to manage the refactor process while operating in production. Using Refactor Spaces, customers focus on the refactor of their applications and not the creation and management of the underlying infrastructure that makes refactoring possible. Migration Hub Refactor Spaces helps you get up and running quicker and helps you have a single place to do all the work that the dev team needs to do without a whole lot of undifferentiated heavy lifting. Onto the topic of security, identity, and compliance, we're thrilled to announce the new Amazon Inspector for Continual Vulnerability Management. Now the new Amazon Inspector is a vulnerability management service that continually scans AWS workloads for software vulnerabilities and unintended network exposure and it is now generally available globally. Amazon Inspector has been completely re-architected to automate vulnerability management and deliver near real time findings to minimize the time to discover new vulnerabilities. So you can now enable this service across your organization with a single click and once enabled Inspector automatically discovers all your workloads and continually scans them for software vulnerabilities and unintended network exposure. And now that Inspector supports the Amazon Elastic Container Registry, you can gain a a consolidated view of vulnerabilities across your Amazon EC2 instances and container images residing in ECR. Inspector now uses the widely adopted Amazon Systems Manager agent for EC2 vulnerability scanning. And to intelligently prioritize vulnerability findings, the new Inspector introduces a highly contextualized Inspector Risk Score by correlating vulnerability information with environmental factors. The inspector findings are also routed to Amazon Security Hub and pushed to Amazon EventBridge to automate with partner solutions to reduce Mm -hmm. mean time to resolution. And some great examples of customer use like uh, Uber, Volkswagen Financial Services, and Canva have really shown the benefit that this can do. And Amazon Inspector has partnered with SNC to receive additional vulnerability intelligence for its vulnerability databases. And many AWS Security ISV partners have integrated their products to further help customers operationalize these findings. People like Axonus, Carvirin, FireEye, IBM Security, Palo Alto Networks, SoFa, Sumo Logic, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Amazon Inspector is now generally available globally across 19 commercial regions. And now a bit of a reInvent specific topic, Amazon BugBust announces the first annual AWS Bug Bust reInvent challenge. Java and Python developers of all skill levels, you can compete to fix as many software bugs as possible to earn points and climb the global leaderboard. There'll be an array of prizes from hoodies and fly swatters to Amazon Echo Dots available to participants who meet certain milestones in the challenge. There's also the coveted title of Ultimate Adibus Bugbuster, accompanied by a cash prize of $1,500 to whomever earns the most points by squashing bugs during the event. As participants fix bugs, they become part of an attempt to set the record for the largest code fixing challenge with the Guinness World Records. All participants who contribute towards setting the record for the world's largest code fixing challenge by fixing even one bug will receive an exclusive certificate from AWS and Guinness to commemorate their participation. Now, the challenge will run from 10 a.m. PST on November 29th, 2021 to 2 p.m. PST on December 2nd, 2021. So get involved if you want to get involved. So what a great start to reinvent. Lots and lots more announcements coming. There'll be an episode each and every day. Look forward to getting your feedback. AWS podcast at amazon.com is the place to do that. And until next time, keep on building.